0: Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. An,
1: an elegant weapon for the more civilized age.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 324. My name is J.J.M. Clark, J. the Jedi, Ross, Ross, Jedi, Jane. As always, it's so wonderful to have all you beautiful babies back here with me in the L5J studios. This week on the show, an old friend returns to tell you about something new. And he brings along another old friend with him who has yet to appear on the show, and now they are here appearing together. That would be Mr. George Todorovsky and Mr. Rene Vrenz. These guys are cooking up something very cool. George has a new project. It's called Sci-Fi Design: The Fantastic Works of George Todorovsky and uh it's a lot of very cool concept stuff uh sci-fi-wise coming from George. He's going to make a book out of this. It's going to be very cool. He's doing a Kickstarter, which uh Renee has been doing a lot of uh work on, uh including putting me in the video, which was very very cool. Thank you so much, guys. That was an honor. Uh, It was my first time ever interacting with a green screen, which was very cool, and I think it turned out quite rad. Uh, And it must have, because the project was funded. Yes, kids, I recorded this uh, a while ago, and I'm sorry, but life got in the way, and that's been happening a lot lately uh... we'll talk a little bit more on that in a second but for now uh... there's still a couple days left i'm getting this out with just a few days left but at least i'm getting it out with a few days left for you to have the chance to go join the kickstarter go to kickstarter now and look up sci-fi design the fantastic works of george todorovski and uh, he'll be back around a lot more and uh, George is a crazy talented guy and I'm really happy that this book funded and that it's gonna be out there for you all to see because it's a mind-blowing illustration Uh, there you go oh yeah I said I was gonna talk on life getting in the way uh, as I sit here with my cat uh, purring away and cute vixen over here hauling on a vape bag Um, my house is a disaster the trees are disasters. All the other stuff, other than the podcasting, is is a disaster. So I got to take some time. I got to do stuff. I got to do some of that fall cleaning type crap. Uh, as ridiculous as it sounds, uh, there's just stuff to do. So I got to do a bunch of stuff. So I got lots of content that's still going to be coming out, but uh, I'm not going to be recording at all for the month of November, except for maybe one little situation. I think Wow Pal chow's going to drop by one night into the studio to maybe have a little chat about uh, the next issue of saltwater but for now I'm going incognito um, I'm taking at ease the social media even it will not be rolling super hard uh, but I will be bringing out some very cool content because I still have awesome stuff to bring you from New York comic-con which is absolutely ridiculous that I still got that stuff and none of y'all ain't heard it yet so that shows me I've gotta uh, I've gotta do some work so we're gonna do some work we're gonna take care of some stuff uh, and probably take it easy. Uh, also, uh, officially, you know, we've been on this show pushing Source Point Press for years. And I've been behind that table at all them shows, watching them work real hard and always trying to lend my support, which has led to a permanent and official uh, supportive arrangement. Uh, you're listening to the new Canadian publicist for Source Point Press which means SourcePoint Press North, the invasion has begun. Look out for it. Come to all the shows, and we will be there with me and my shiny face. And uh, don't worry, the weapon will always be podcasting along the way. So lots of cool stuff coming, but lots of stuff to do. Uh, We just had an amazing time with SourcePoint at the Mississauga Comic Expo, as well as Gotham Central's Halloween Indie Fest. See, I can't even do it anymore. I forgot how to talk. i got to take a month off to remember how to talk. So, uh, we've had those good times and more good times coming. We will be at Toronto Fan Days on December 8th or 9th or one of those days, I don't even remember. But for now, kids, I will talk to you again uh, throughout the intros. I will be popping in to let you know about all the cool stuff you're going to be hearing from New York Comic Con. But uh, for now, please enjoy the chat you're about to hear with Renee and George and Sci-Fi Design. And uh, blah blabbity blow Please enjoy. So how's it going?
2: Good. Good. It's, uh, we were uh, working on the video
1: today. or Actually, more I was. But yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah it's going good. Things, uh, uh... The video has been uh, approved. Oh yeah, the submission has been approved for uh, for the Kickstarter, yeah, so sure. that's all good. How does
0: that work? Because I've never done a Kickstarter. How, have you ever done one before?
2: No, this is this is uh, our first, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff you gotta. I guess you gotta set up like the rewards and a lot a lot of different stuff. It's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's a lot of work actually. I've been working on it quite a bit for, for the last the, month. Yeah, for the last month, we've been working on on. Uh,
0: so did you did you seek advice for that, or did you like? yes just kind right. of sign up and learn as you go how did you figure out how to do a proper kickstarter uh,
2: well some of it you just have to kind of figure out as you go but i did get advice from uh from shane from shane heron he's um uh he, i call i called him up and uh, he gave me a lot of advice in terms of how to you know how to do stuff and-
0: so you go to shane heron for kickstarter advice i don't know why anyone would go to shane for advice for anything <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. I was gonna go to Rick Lima, but I got in contact with Shane first. So, <laughs> but no, I mean either one, I think it'd be good. They both just basically they both done Kickstarters, right? So anybody exactly. who's done a Kickstarter, yeah. so get some advice. But uh,
0: have you found it difficult so far? Or is it fairly easy to set up?
2: Uh, yeah, reasonably, I mean, we have to, you know, there's a bit of a learning curve, but generally it's not too difficult. So. so
0: do you sit down and figure out all your rewards and all your tiers and everything before you get onto the site and kind of put it together? Like you, you're saying you got approved. So do you set up your whole site and they say it's cool or do you have to do like a submission thing?
2: Yeah, we submit it, but I think it goes by an algorithm. Like, that's what it sounded like when I was reading it. It's sort of like they'll, they'll like, look through whether you've got, like, you know, your final goal written down, whether you've got, you know, I guess, rewards set up, uh... Uh, whatever it is. But um, yeah, so generally, I, I, it seemed like because it was pretty quick, we sent it. And, and I think when in the description, it says something about an algorithm. Yes. So. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's looking for yeah. yeah. Well, I guess that's how they figure out like popular campaigns to put on the front page and this sort of mm-hmm. thing, right? They want to see what's doing well and how it's doing well. So I guess that depends on the publicity it gets, maybe.
2: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, something like that. But,
0: so, yeah. what made you decide on this project in particular to finally do your first Kickstarter for?
2: Um, well, I think, uh, well, I uh, I love sci fi, of course. Um, I wanted to do an art book for a while, actually. I, I did one uh, a few years ago. It was a very small print run, a lot of a lot smaller book, if that makes sense. Like, there's not, not as many pages. Right. Um, and I wasn't as, uh, you know, I like it. It's a great book, but I, I always wanted to do something, like, big and square-bound and, you know, beautiful-looking, right? Are you
0: talking uh, about the book? No,
2: no, no, no. Uh, the book is the graphic novel, of course. Um, How did yeah, you pay gra-
0: for that if you didn't kick-start it?
2: Oh, my parents helped me out with that one. but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, sh- no shame in that, sir. No shame in that. But I thought it's,
2: it's time. I better, you know, it's, it's best I try to fund this one. But yeah, that was expensive. That was Have great.
0: they always been that kind of supportive?
2: Uh, they're pretty supportive. I'm actually dedicating the art book to my parents, so it's going to be
0: nice. Right on. So are they, are they first generation, second generation? Have they always been here? Where did they come from? What's the family history?
2: Macedonian they're uh yeah from Macedonia both of them so yeah
0: and when did they move here
2: oh many years ago many 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 years ago and and, and I guess uh
0: did they have you here yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah. I'm Canadian I'm
0: Canadian. and is that where were you born in Toronto where did you grow up exactly
2: um in Toronto Scarborough actually
0: Scarborough uh, well, that's fun. So did this start at an early age for you, Art? Or when did you discover that you had some sort of talent?
2: Oh, I remember. Uh, I, I think I've always drawn. I don't know. I remember uh, my earliest memories uh, are uh, of me watching some show I really liked when I was a kid, like, you know, really, really young, right? I don't know how young I was. It could have been three, four, who knows, right? And, uh, and I'm wanting to remember... Uh, the characters going like oh man I love that show but oh, it's finished and I felt sad that it was finished so I'd grab a pencil and a piece of paper and I would draw the characters from memory just to kind of you know see them again if that makes sense <laughs> that's
0: cool I've never heard anybody describe that way of getting into art before that it wasn't the the drive wasn't the actual doing of the art itself it's what you wanted to have drawn so you could continue to look at that's really unique man oh well cool yeah
2: yeah I think that's one of the big, biggest things that inspired me I think to do that. And then I started and pretty young, I started doing comics. I remember when I was six or seven, I still have it somewhere. When I was six or seven years old I did, I did this uh, comic strip that was a total ripoff of Star Wars and I, I still have it somewhere. I have it somewhere in my drawers. but uh, so it's like like based on it, you know I didn't you know it's kind of like you know characters that look similar. Uh so it's a, anyway, yeah, so so even from an early age I was doing comics for one, but also illustration, of course. So So has drawing. that
0: been the main direction, the driving force your entire life? Was there ever a time that you considered doing anything else or has this been it?
2: Oh, I've been I thought about doing many different things. Um jeez, too many different things. Um <laughs> but in terms of the creative field, um Film, which I have done a bit right. of. I've directed, written, directed, edited. I've even done effects, you know, that kind of stuff for indie film, and also, of course, for Through the Wormhole with Morgan Freeman.
0: So how did how did that come about?
2: Oh, that was great. Uh, that was uh, basically a friend of mine uh, who was in L.A. at the time. Um, he's moved back to Canada, B.C. I believe now. Um, he um, was. Basically, was uh, uh, friends of his. So, uh, uh, a secret plan is the name of their studio. Secret plan. They do, you know, they do uh, uh, animation and stuff for shows or whatever. Uh, what have you. Um, he, uh, basically, they asked him to do these two segments for Through the Wormhole with Morgan Freeman, but he was like, oh, I don't know if I can pull this off, but I know someone who can. So he got in touch with me, but it's, it's actually 2D, but kind of looks sort of 3D. Like there was, uh, an element to it that's, uh, interesting in that respect, but, uh, basically all the elements are like Photoshop painted.
0: So you have this, you have this really weird unique career where you've done some strange stuff so where did you learn to do the like computer work like digital effects and you know digital animation and film and all that i
2: took a course at the international academy of design it's an animation course also film 101 that kind of thing um so i actually learned how to use maya like uh you know 3d animation um, and then you know, got to learn how to use After Effects, like stuff, programs like that. So I learned to edit and animate to a certain extent from there. But I was into animation even from a – I used to use those really lame kind of <laughs> crude animation softwares way back in the day. Um, did I learning
0: to use that software and working in that media, did that affect your illustration
2: at all? I, I think um, all – creative mediums that i indulge in affects all other creative mediums if that makes sense like my music will affect i do music too right so my music will affect yeah my art uh my art will affect you know animation even uh will affect my art and vice versa i think i think it's all connected basically i think
0: uh um yeah well, a lot of your sci-fi illustration looks like uh what's the word uh like concept art like i know it is concept art but it looks like that kind of like someone was sat down at a computer in a studio and was like you know make this look real real and yeah. you know color it crazy and it feels like part of that the way you color your sci-fi at least certain parts of the styles you use feels like it's influenced by that kind of work you know
2: sure oh absolutely i've always uh I've always loved designing things. If anything, that's the biggest thing. It's one of the biggest things I like to do in terms of art is creating like um, environments, worlds, characters. Like, uh, it's the conception of things more than uh, you know. I like other aspects, obviously, but uh, I love the uh, the create just coming up with new ideas, new characters, new new worlds, whatever. That kind of stuff always inspires me. So I think I'm always I've always been into that side of it. I think
0: so you've done that kind of stuff you've done the computer animation you've done the the through the wormhole stuff uh then you fall ass backwards into working on heavy metal magazine <laughs> how does no, that like, how does that come about
2: well that was pretty cool i i, I was at a, one of the conventions we were at uh, it was actually kind of an interesting story we were in the uh, loading of the docking or what is that yeah, the, loading dock, yeah. Yeah. the loading dock yeah um and there's a guy there, kind of a scruffy-looking guy with a baseball cap, right? He just started to, you know, just started to talk to us, going, hey, what's up? You know, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, we're waiting for, you know, we're both waiting for some vehicle or whatever. And I was helping a friend of mine at the time load some sculptures onto a van, but we were still waiting for the van to come, basically, right? And then, uh, so, I'm, you know, just talking to this guy for a while. And then, and then I, after talking for a bit, I realized this is um, Eastman. Uh, Eastman. Yeah from Eastman Laird there, uh,
0: Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Ninja Turtles, yeah. yeah
2: but, but he also owns, um, a Heavy Metal Magazine.
0: When did that come about?
2: Well, this, well, this was before this,
0: uh, oh, oh, in, oh, in terms of when did he own it, you mean? Or? Yeah, like, i have oh, never known of him being an owner of Heavy Metal.
2: Well, this is years ago, um, I'm assuming he still is now, but this was, like, um, he bought it, like, a long time ago, because, like, uh my story was published in 2009 so this would have been before that he owned it
0: doesn't he have <laughs> enough money already like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turtles have set him for life and he goes and buys heavy metal magazine that's fun so
2: <laughs> he can afford it but anyway so i ended up uh, you know like i said i was talking for a while and then found out who he was so I go, oh you own heavy metal magazine he's like yeah i do actually it's well, I've always wanted to submit. I've, You know, I've been thinking about it again recently. He goes, oh, you should, you should. Well, you know, and then he started giving me advice. Well, if you're going to submit, and he's like saying, you know, keep the story under a certain amount of pages, make sure it's got, you know, the heavy metal flavor, or whatever. He just gave me all this advice, and I followed it. And then I sent the, uh, sent the story. I made this story specifically for that, and then sent it in, and it was accepted right away. So it's
0: really great. So uh, you did the story for that as well then?
2: Mm-hmm. yeah 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 that was uh yeah it's called uh, the living city it's a uh, sort of this a cyberpunk kind of um sci-fi story it's um it's a kind of uh about people who are n- living a networked life and where the city itself is part of their network it's almost well it's like a living city basically it's an interesting story it's uh yeah so yeah i did that um uh yeah the story and art for that
0: so, how long after that, or is that during, or before, or after Bear Stories?
2: That was uh, that was during, I think. Or yeah, okay. when, when the number two? Yeah, that's uh, that was uh, during. You was, it was, it was yeah. before I think the BS Strips came out. Right? right. Is is that correct? Oh yeah. So it was during. Yeah, I just I you know when. Meeting uh we
1: we just met uh, DMF Comics DMF Comics yeah. oh yeah. no I think it was I think it was a little bit after that, okay. right Wasn't it? But, no, I thought it was the same where they know, had where uh, yeah. they, they hired us so right?
0: you guys have been putting that out forever at this point like that's Bear Stories have been out for a long time eh yeah
2: there's, well there's been lots of like <laughs> stuff uh kind of a lot of breaks in between each right each yeah. thing so, so... We, oh sorry we were working on a a video game for the Bear Stories that but unfortunately cool. uh. Well, we we actually don't. Well, our end of it's good. Like we've got ninety percent of all the assets done. We're just looking for a programmer, basically. But we had a, we had a couple of programmers, and there was complications.
0: And well, have you anyway, talked to Ricky? I mean, that's what Ricky Lima does for a living. No, he programs. Yeah, like he makes games for your phone and all that kind of shit need R- Ricky Lima does yeah I'm pretty sure that's his day job I don't know if he's still doing it maybe he's not but I know that's what he did for a while is he made phone games
2: <laughs> okay well yeah I kind of vaguely remember that but I thought maybe he got someone to do it or I don't know I vaguely remember something you know I gotta talk to him I didn't know yeah. that okay
0: so where do you and Renee meet um
2: oh well we known each other for years used to be the,
1: the, uh he, we met uh I don't know well, that uh, at the News party, party at uh, at our at our then uh, well not yet bass player <laughs> and our bass player and George took a drummer and I said I drum <laughs> yeah we were looking for a drummer at the time and uh, yeah so yeah. I joined them and that's how we uh, started hanging out so then he then actually like, yeah okay so and you're like so
0: just... let's make comics together too
1: yeah yeah pretty much yeah, 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 yeah I was I was into that too already
2: from childhood so yeah he uh he actually did his own comics as well right yeah.
0: so but oh uh, like what oops oh like what were uh, you working on before the bear stories renee um
1: well yeah at that time i had stopped uh because of work and and other other interests but um back in holland where i'm from um i was i was doing um uh one comic with, with, with one of my cousins um at the time and uh so yeah, I was more influenced by the uh, by the Tintin and Asterix type of comics.
0: Yeah, so to talk a little bit about that, what's that? What's it like growing up in Holland? Like, is there a comic scene? Is like, how does that work?
1: Uh, yeah, there is. Um, and there was uh, at the time there was a um, back in late seventies, early eighties, was a very famous uh, a couple of famous uh, magazines, comic magazines, like sort of like Heavy Metal, but more for younger audiences. Um, um Epo and uh Spirou from from France um they uh, so they were a the big influence to uh, to all the the young artists uh, including myself at the time um, Were you
0: were you getting any of the big two like translated or was any of that kind of stuff going over
1: there? Um they uh, I at the time I had we had um a magazine uh yeah happy metal was out there in in France um under the under the French name uh Metal Roland I think mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Metal Roland. Yeah.
1: yeah and um so we were uh, so we did see some of that but it's uh, but no um uh, just before sort of mid eighties is when uh, when the American um the North American influence type uh, superhero type comics were starting to be coming in. But uh, in the late seventies, early eighties when I was uh, more heavily into it uh before I uh, came to Canada we um it was it was that was not as much there. It was mostly just the, the the French and Dutch uh comics.
0: Right. I used to get so annoyed because you'd find asterisks everywhere and it was never in English.
1: And right. I was always like, Shit.
0: I wanna read this goddamn story because these look like interesting characters and I could never find one in a, you'd go to the library or the dentist's office or the doctor's office and they'd always have asterisks but it'd be in French. And, and I'd yeah. be like, lame
1: yeah, even, I even the same thing. Yeah. yeah, even the live-action movies that came out of uh, of uh, uh, a French comic called uh, or Belgium comic called Lucky Luke and uh, Lucky Luck, and uh, and also uh, Asterix. There were live-action movies, but only in French and no English translation on the DVDs. And they look yeah, yeah, like the uh, the the asterisks. Yeah, film? You saw the Asterix Yeah, film. I had to.
2: I just watched a bunch of it because it looks so much like the cartoon, but yeah. it's live action. I'm just like, whoa, they did a good job on this. Great, great job. Like, I would love there to be a translated, an English translator. I wonder
0: why they didn't do that more. I wonder why they w- didn't push that comic more because that seems like one that could have broken in English more. You know, it just seems like it never got a chance over here.
1: Oh. The only, the only real from from that uh, from that era and from that area is uh, is Tintin that came through and that's now got the major motion picture out from uh, from a little while ago. Right, uh, right, right. Uh, Peter Jackson and uh, and team. But um, but yeah, you're right. That's the only one. That's what sort of came through. The other ones uh, have not, I've not seen here.
0: So you come over here, and what introduces you to comics over here?
1: Um, Mr X from oh, yeah. uh, uh, Dean Mother. That was that. came out sort of mid '80s, uh, just as I had arrived here. Um, so that's when I. That's the one that, that I was interested in, because I was, cause not growing up with them, I wasn't really interested in the superhero comics. Um, but Mister X, of course, is a lot different that way, and, and so I was interested in that one, and that got me uh, reading comics again, and then and then uh, uh, what brought me back into sort of superhero ones is the uh, uh, Dark Knight, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Frank Miller. Right on. That one, uh, that's Watchmen. when I, that's when I started uh, coming here yeah, and then the Watchmen and so that's Do you,
0: that. do you remember going into your first Canadian comic shop?
1: Oh, um, yeah, must, must have been a snail. I must, must have gone there with, uh, with people that I knew at the time from school.
0: Yeah. That's exciting. I miss <laughs> the old snail. That was oh, such
1: yeah. A, it was such a yeah, special
0: no, no. spot. There's been so much change in the community in the past, like, eight years alone that it's been crazy you know it's weird how all the shops downtown are having troubles because of the giant rents they got to pay and Mm -hmm. you know and 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 shops out here in the suburbs are flourishing like they're popping up and getting big and you know it's kind of crazy oh yeah Hmm. So that happens, and you decide at this point, after you guys have done everything, and George, you also put out the book, which in case anybody hasn't seen, they have to also check out the book, which is basically a bunch of examples of your different art styles in one collection, yes?
2: Yep, pretty much. Uh, It will be, actually, it's going to be one of the tiers, and one of the tiers in the Kickstarter is going to have the book available as well. The, that is the title the book so oh, yeah. yeah um so um yeah so it's going to have actually uh, in one of the tiers you can you can get both the uh, sci-fi art book and the book with it. Is, is, so that's also going to be available so
0: so the sci-fi design you decide okay I want to take all my concept work all my sci-fi designs I want to put them in a book and I want to kickstart it and it's it's pretty much that simple
2: yeah, I mean, I wanted to do the book anyway, and then I just thought, okay,
0: you know, funding is going to be kind of difficult, and then I'm, you know, I'm
2: thinking, okay, well, I've never done a Kickstarter, so let's give it a go, see what happens, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, and I, and I want it to be like good quality, you know. Like, what I want
0: came first? Be- did you were you already putting the book together and then yes. decided to kickstart it, or did they did you think I'm going to make a book and kickstart it at the same time, or?
2: Um, I was already putting it, th- but it, but it fueled me like to do it quicker in a sense, or to work on it harder. When I thought, oh, maybe I'll do a Kickstarter, and that, but I was already planning on it. I was already putting stuff together and choosing the pieces, all that kind of stuff.
0: Was it difficult to put together in that regard? Did you have trouble choosing what you wanted in there?
2: Uh, to a certain extent, yeah. Especially when I wasn't going to kickstart it, it was going to be smaller. <laughs> like right. the joy- Forget this. This has got to be the book that I want to publish, this has got to be, you know, like a really, you know, just the way I want it to be in a sense. Right. All so right. I, I, I wanted, you know, a certain selection. I wanted a certain amount. I didn't want it, you know, I, uh, I didn't want to go back and do what I did before where it's, uh, you know, only 20 pages or whatever it was. Yeah. But, uh, so this one, I, it's going to be, might even be more. I don't know. At this point it's 68 pages, but I, there's still like, three or four more pieces I so badly want to put in there. So, but, uh, but at this point it's 68 pages square bound. So it's going to be, you know, glossy. It's going to be beautiful. But, um, yeah, but it, there was a definitely a selection period and I, and I'm also, you know, some, um, some stuff, I some work I've done for, for companies and whatnot. going to be in there. There'll be like, you know, some stills of course from, uh, through the wormhole with Morgan Freeman. I did some work for a company called, um, lovely studios. They did a, pilot of a pilot episode hilarious uh, called tugger the ship <laughs> yes you're
0: telling me about yes. yes. You, have yes. To
2: it. you have to watch it this show is fantastic it never got picked up but i'm like i don't know why it's hilarious like it's like oh it's like you you have to watch it three or four times because there's so many jokes crammed in there it's just so well done it's just uh, but beautifully done it's oh it's 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 really funny it's it's like um Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy meets, uh, I don't know, Rest of Development a yeah, little bit, and uh, something else. Sounds is like
0: a weird yeah. mix, man. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's, it's, but it's so good, It's and it's really fast-paced, and it just keeps you like – it just engages you all the through. But anyway, uh, so I did design work and whatnot. They even used like – I did some images for these um, – um, some images that were used in certain segments as well. So basically, yeah, I did some design work and they used some images whatever that I did for them as well. So, but um, yeah, so I worked on that. So I've got I've got other work that I've done for Lovely Studios as well that's going to be in the book. So um, yeah.
0: So, so when you decide that you're going to kickstart, and you don't need to yell as much. By the way.
2: Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs>
0: sorry.
2: <laughs> towards the mic, my apologies. Yeah. I can hear
0: you, George. It's okay. okay. so you decide you're going to put together this kickstarter and do you think to yourself i need a kickstarter team yeah pretty much well
2: um well renee's been helping with it right from the get-go like with you know pdfs and 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 i bounce off like in terms of what selections if i'm having trouble like what do you think what do you think so so he's uh he's been like a huge help on this and stuff so um yeah so at this point uh uh, yeah, so it's pretty much meme and Renee at this point, but I've also got, uh, some great guys doing some, uh, some great artists doing some pin-ups for it as well. Or not pin-ups, sorry, um, prints that'll be available on the Kickstarter. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. I've got, uh, yeah, some great artists, uh, like Shane Heron, yeah.
0: uh, Adam So what, what are the prints gonna be? Are you just like, just do a sci-fi print, or is it gonna be based on something you've done or thought of, or?
2: based on, uh, designs that I, uh that I that are gonna be in the book so I gave him a selection of designs to choose from just four or five the same ones that's for all a people's.
0: cool idea yeah so it's it's illustrations by them as inspired by your ideas
2: you got it like i was I was the designer and then you know it's like you know whatever some artist drawing Superman Superman or you know designed by someone else but the drawing but in this case it's the characters that I've designed that are gonna be in the book and then they're doing their. Their drawings of those characters, in a sense. So,
0: so you'll be able to use this book for so much is just getting your name and work out there. Do you think you can use it as like a pitch almost too?
2: Yeah, possibly. I mean, uh, like, there's actually there's some. Uh, I actually have even like unpublished, unpublished comic pages in there. I refer, I call them uh, what do I call them now? I made them uh, conceptual comic pages because they're actually not part of a story yet, but well, they're part of an idea for a story. Um, so, like, you know the. The concept's there, the story's there, but I, uh, uh, but they're like, whenever I come up with an idea for a new comic, uh, concept, I'll, I'll sometimes do a page or two to get a feel for the way it's gonna go. It's something that I do It's different, I think, but, um, um, and if it, if it works, then I, like, the bear stories might've even been that way. I think we just did a couple of pages yeah. just for fun to get some laughs. And they were like, you know what? Let's continue this, right? So a couple, I've already got plans for a couple of them that, that are gonna be short stories. Uh, but at this point, I decided to include them just because it, it's, it's part of, you know, it's in a sense, it's, it's almost, I'm literally designing on these comic pages. I'll come up with an idea, and instead of just designing the character on a separate page, it's like, well, what is he going to look like? What kind of environments are, is this character going to be in, you know, and so forth? So I end up just doing a page, okay? Here's a little segment of something that might happen in the comic, and I'll just do so it's just something that I like to do. I've got so many of these pages, it's ridiculous. But it's, so instead of, so I'm literally designing while doing it, like, you know, I'm designing on a comic page and coming up with ideas on the comic page. But uh, but uh, very often they'll end up in the final story. So it, it works out pretty good. Like, uh, matter of fact, uh, the book, uh, a lot of those comics, I'd say uh, I'd say almost all of them, actually. Yeah, the Maybe, story time. At least 80 or 90% of them yep. started off that way, and then I ended up, uh completing every story.
0: So oh, that's a good way. It's a it's a way to really loosely jump in there and just it's gotta be efficient too, right? Like yeah, absolutely. It, it kinda cuts out on some of the pre planning when the planning is being done as the work is being done, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I've I've got this thing about efficiency. <laughs> yeah. It's all about being super efficient. So uh uh that's like yeah. <laughs> so I think that's where it stems from. So I always try to take the quickest routes to an end, but uh, but still, you know, do quality work, of course. But.
0: Well, it's beyond quality. From what you've shown me so far, it's absolutely stunning work. It's the reason why you're one of the best kept secrets in Toronto, or Ajax, or whatever the hell you are. <laughs>
1: Toronto, Toronto. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> But, yeah, it's it's stunning work, man. I mean, it's going to make an absolutely beautiful collection when it's all brought together, you know. So I can't wait for people to see this. So uh, get into the details of the Kickstarter itself. What's it going to be called? When is it starting? What are the tiers and rewards available?
2: Tiers, rewards, available. Okay, so basically it's uh, sci-fi design, the fantastic works of George Tudorovsky. So um, it's – sorry October 1st, October 1st yeah. is when it begins um and we have um original art that's good that from the actual interior pages we got a few pages that are available as as uh as rewards we have as I mentioned uh prints um
0: yeah it's like a great like artist. what are your what are your price tiers what, what what's the goal oh, what, what goal okay. are you going for
2: Oh, that's right. Um, we're going for I don't know we want that, that much details, but um, yeah, for, for, for 4,500 is pretty much it. Almost it pretty much covers the printing. Yeah. So, so we, just, we want to get it printed, basically, right? Mm-hmm. We want it. We we want it. Yeah. So.
0: So what do you know? What the tier is where people will be able to just basically get the book?
2: Yeah, it's it's well. Oh, we have an early bird special. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. i got to tell that. It's only for two days, yeah. which is uh, October 1st and October 2nd. Uh, the book will be regular price 30 but it's going to be 20 so $10 less for the first two days of the Kickstarter.
0: That's a smart move. I didn't know you could do that. So then you just go back in there and up it after the two days? Yeah. It,
2: it actually – You know, when you set it up, it just it'll – it'll be on for two days and then it disappears but the other tiers
0: ah.
2: so oh. the other tier is still there anyway right from the beginning but
0: i've never seen that before on a kickstarter i wonder if that's a new option because that's that sounds like a smart idea that you think way more people would be taking advantage of you know
2: yeah that, like i believe shane told told us about that right yeah I think it was shane. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah i think he might have maybe he did it or maybe heard about it i don't know mm-hmm. but um yeah, so I will have an early bird special, so that's the best time is the first two days to go for it. Um, but there's, on top of that, like I said, there's a lot of other cool rewards. Uh, even the covers are available. Uh, the highest tier is the, uh, an oil painted cover on stretch canvas. So yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff. So, and oh, and I'm doing head sketches, anything, any character you want for one of the tiers, one of the rewards, yeah, mm-hmm. along with the book. So, yeah, a lot of cool stuff. It's uh, it's going to be, uh, yeah, original art, prints.
0: Uh, when do you plan to have the physical copies in existence?
2: Yeah, we put a lot of padding on that just in case. Yeah. They might be done a lot sooner. Like the, the Kickstarter is October, yeah. uh, ends oct- at the end of October, obviously, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I know there's a lot of stuff you got to do. And, of course,
1: um, yeah. Packaging, sending it.
2: Packaging, sending. So now we're hoping within the next couple of months we'll have him. But we, we, uh, I think we set the date for March. in terms of for
0: March. Well, March would be perfect, seeing March. as well, you got Toronto Comic Con happening yeah. right around then. That would make a fantastic debut for the book. I hope we can see yep. it by then.
2: Yeah, for sure. I'm pretty like I'm. It's pretty solid. Like I'm pretty sure it'll be up for that. Like uh, I think that's. Uh,
0: Now, so Shane doesn't get too upset. Let's mention your work on his little fucking Morris comic.
2: (laughs) That little Morris, that's a great book.
0: It's a fantastic book. It is. It's it's a wonderful book, Shane. And you know that we're all digging it hardcore. It's so much fun. And, you know, it's it's that fun side of Shane coming out as it tends to do. So did he just ask you to ink or what? um it was a weird timing thing
2: i i kept i've always wanted to try inking some of his work and i've also thought about maybe like just professionally doing inking work um um i've always found you know it very fun, entertaining, you know, like inking other people's work. So uh, so I just thought the Blue got in contact with him because I, I kept meaning to for the longest time ask him, hey, you know, I'd love to, do you this know, just for fun to ink something of yours. So I bring this up saying, hey, you know, I'd love to try inking something. And then he goes, well, actually, I'm doing a, uh, a new comic, Morris. I'm going to be doing a Kickstarter for it. Do you want to ink issue zero? And I'm like, Yeah. I'd love to. Okay, <laughs> so there we go. I was on board.
0: So well, that works out for everybody. He gets to do less work, and you get to do some fun work. So yeah, well, yeah it
2: was great. It was a lot of fun inking his work. Actually, it was uh, yeah, very cool.
0: Well, he draws fun stuff. When you got old cowboys fighting dinosaurs and shit, I mean, how can that not be fun to ink, right? <laughs> and when you're inking, like as much as you do have to think and do a good job, at least you don't have to think of the idea. Like, you, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't mean this in a negative way, but you are tracing. You're you're embellishing and enhancing while you're tracing, but you are tracing.
2: Well, yes and no, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. I I know the stuff there, the thinking has been done for you, but uh, but you know, inkers can make or break artwork, man. It, it does it can make a big difference.
0: Oh, absolutely. That's why I make so sure is- that I say clearly, and I do mean this in the post-positive way. I have an utmost respect for inkers. I mean, yeah. you know, it's 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 a it's a it's a vastly underappreciated heart of the art, you know?
2: I totally agree. I mean, I love, I just, I think it's a lot of fun. And, and And the great thing is like, as you know, I dabble in so many different styles. This way I get to express that a bit more through inking all different you know, if I started inking more artists, I get to play with more different styles. Does that make sense? Like, So ter-
0: when you – when it comes to inking, did you have to learn anything or did you just like kind of try it and see what looked good? Or did you have to learn anything about shadows or line thickness or like what is there to learn about comic book inking?
2: <laughs> Excuse me. Well, actually um... – that goes right back to, I guess, art class and school and whatnot. Um, it's, it's one-on-one, I guess it's, there's so many different techniques and different ways you can ink, but basically light sources are important. You know, the shadows usually fall a certain direction. If the lights coming from a different direction, you can use thinner and thicker lines to accent things. You, You can go thicker line where there's more shadow. It's like, there's so many things you can do, but there's so many different styles. Like, you know, I mean, you could do, uh, you know sort of a european type of style of inking where it's all thin lined and you know uh, so th- at that point it's more the colors and and just the subtleties that create the difference rather than uh so there's um it's actually pretty vast it's
0: like <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. it's something i'd like to try i mean i've yeah. got i've got I've, i feel like i've got enough skills to to try inking something it would be fun to do you know Shit, man hey if you want i'll draw something for you to ink sometime there you go do it do it drop me it. up something and i will ink it and it'll be good times all right let's do it <laughs> all nice right so, you, so what's coming up with you guys soon you got any shows coming up in the next little while you got anything planned or you just got your heads down working on this right now
2: um well a lot of our time has been working on this yeah. but we do have some shows yeah. um we got one uh, i don't know when this is going to air but <laughs> it's yeah. this saturday so. This saturday,
0: uh,
1: london
2: yeah. london uh, con out yeah. uh forest city
0: Forced oh wait! Are you you guys are coming to Forest City? Yeah. yeah. Oh, are you... sh- why are we even doing this? Why aren't we doing this in person on the weekend? <laughs> yes. Okay, dude. If I knew you were gonna be there, I would have preferred to do it in person. Of I don't know. course, I'm gonna be there. Ralph Garman and Rob Paulson are gonna be there. I'm gonna be there with bells on. Are you okay. kidding me? <laughs> Same here. Well maybe we'll do a second one. <laughs> yeah, maybe we maybe we'll add to this then. No, I I'm super, super stoked about this weekend, guys. I mean Ralph Garmin and Rob Paulson are my two podcasting heroes. <laughs> so, you know, getting to see them at the same time. I've met Rob on occasion, but I've uh, and I've only chatted with Ralph. I haven't actually gotten to meet him in person yet. So this is a huge, huge weekend for me and an elegant weapon. Uh, and I'm pretty stoked about it. So, Shay's gonna be there, Jay is gonna be there, and now as I hear, uh, you both are gonna be there. So, this is crazy exciting. Yeah,
2: that's great. That's awesome.
0: So, also, uh, I actually, I don't know myself when this is gonna come out. It's, this is honestly probably gonna come out, uh, either close to or just after it. I don't know. I've got so much content sure. right now, kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Uh, much going on i still have to put out fan expo uh canada part two and this will be after that most likely but just in case it's not let me tell you kids that if you do want to come to forest city comic-con happening september 22nd at the london convention center if you go to the website ca, type in the coupon code a more civilized age and you will receive five dollars off a ticket to attend Forest City Comic Con with special guests Ralph Garman and Rob Paulson. So please do that if uh, if you haven't. And if you're hearing this and the show's already happened, it was fucking amazing and you're a chump for missing it. So that's what. Wasn't I'm that a here. great show? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it was, that fun? That was amazing, yeah. man. Yeah. Jeez. It's, until Shay started pulling all that shit, and then oh. the cops came. It was just yeah. Ridiculous. But yeah. Uh, tell yeah. the fine people, yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tell the fine people where they can find both of you on the social medias. Ah
1: uh, yes.
0: Where can they find us? Um, I'm on Instagram.
2: Um, I don't know if you could maybe. Uh, uh, do the, the link yeah. link whatever yeah. on your site URL. url um it would be i think it's uh, instagram what is it slash george Todorovs. yeah it doesn't it's not my full name either yeah. but uh I, I i can send you a link or whatever if that's cool yeah
0: yeah but for the people yeah. listening it's good yeah. to know that you can get online and you yeah. can find uh, renee Vrenz and you can uh, find what what yeah. what
2: uh, okay, let's see. Mine is instagram.com/slash/george.todorovs. George It ends with an S, so it's yeah. George G-O-R-G-E-T-O-D-O-R-O-V-S. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't have um, anything online because I haven't done any uh, major art um, in the long while. Um, the only thing I've done, I guess, more recently, is the uh, is Christmas cards that I just yeah, some the illustration yeah, yeah, and yeah, uh, good. haphazardly rhymes uh, inside um, and well, well don't
0: r- let this guy suck up all your time renee no. you're it's okay for you to make your own shit too you know
1: that's right
0: <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs>
1: but uh either way
0: guys i'm really really excited to see the completed book i'm telling you all out there this is going to be beautiful uh george you are easily one of the most underappreciated underrated and underused artists in the toronto comic community right now your talent is exponential and uh i I don't understand people out there you got to check it out and you got to take more advantage are we gonna eventually when all this is wrapped up see a comic book from you or what george
2: um. Yeah, I'm hoping eventually. I mean, I have done some. I mean, the book of short stories and the bear stories is hilarious. But uh, but yeah, I'm hoping uh, there'll no, be more. You
0: know podcasts. what I mean? Yeah, yeah You sure. know what I mean? <laughs> you want to put out something that'll have a certain little SPP logo on it and uh, and and be flashed across the world. You know what I mean? So uh, I, there's a lot of people who want to get you involved, man. I know it. I, I've, I've, I've talked to the folks at Sourcepoint point press and, uh, I know that they've seen your talent. You know, I've talked to many other people who have seen the talent and a lot of us just don't understand why more people aren't seeing the talent. So please kids go to Kickstarter and check out sci-fi design, the fantastic works of George Todorovsky and, uh, see one of the best kept secrets in Toronto right now. Cause, uh, you got some skills dude you got some skills thanks man thank you so much and i'm really happy to see that the because it's funny because sci-fi is like my favorite stuff from the book (laughs) oh cool like like i loved all the book but my favorite stuff in the book is the stuff you have taken and made sci-fi design out of you know what i mean gotcha i hear you So very cool, guys. Thanks for uh, chilling out with me and hanging out and making some pod tonight. I'm going to see you guys this Saturday at Forest City Comic-Con. For sure. I already have seen you, in which (laughs) we'll record another thing that I will, in fact, amend to this. So kids, in a few seconds, keep listening, and you will hear whether we made it, whether we didn't. If you hear nothing, that means that this has come out before before Forest City, uh so go get your coupon code, a more civilized age. If you hear an amendment, that means it didn't come out in time, and what you hear is what happened next. Other than that, George Renee, thank you so much for hanging out tonight, guys. I thank you. thank you so much, Jay. That is all we are gonna have this week on an elegant weapon kids. Tech goodies.